about anybody. Amen. But, you know, I got to the point that if I'm going to do this, amen, nobody knows what pastors go through. You know, they don't know the, the nights at Fiddle Room, amen, and they've got to come and straight and get in the pulpit, amen, and somebody that they love has died or a family, you know, is broken because a tragic event has taken place, amen, that pastor has to square his shoulders, he's got to gather his thoughts, amen, he's got to pray all the way to the church trying to get God to get his mind straightened out so he can step in that pulpit and preach the Word of God, amen. Hallelujah, you don't know the times, yes, with a smile on your face, glory to God. Amen, you don't know the load that these men carry. And I know because I've pastored for years. Amen, and I'm not pastoring now, but I'm going to do everything I can since I'm not pastoring to help these pastors. Glory to God. Amen, glory to God. Every once in a while, the pastors need lifted up. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah, every once in a while, the pastors need to hear somebody, good message, pastor, that was for me. I really appreciate that. Amen. It wouldn't hurt sometimes to tell the pastor, hey, I'm taking you out to dinner. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to take your family. Amen. I want to be a blessing to you. Glory to God. Amen. Every once in a while, it would be nice to have these pastors to show up and the grass is mowed and the church is clean. Amen. There's all kind of things that we can do to undergird. Because let me tell you something. Amen. Whenever they were holding up Moses' arms after they got heavy, amen, they were winning the battle. Amen. But whenever his arms fell down, they were losing the battle. And how many know they set Moses upon a rock, which is a type of Christ? Amen. And they lifted up his arms. Glory to God. Honey, it's about time we lift up the men of God instead of tearing them down. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. But church, I believe that I got to the point, I just, I just, I wanted to see what God did in the book of Acts. Is that okay? I mean, sometimes you talk this stuff and you think there, people think there's something wrong with you. Amen. But I, I personally believe that God has not changed. Amen, bless God. You may be okay with one getting saved here and there, you know, once every two or three years. Amen. And, you know, maybe see somebody healed every once in a while, bless God. But I read my Bible when Peter walked down the street and his shadow was passing over top of people. Glory to God. How many know, bless God, people were getting healed. God was shaking the city. Can I get an amen? I want a shaking city move of God. I want God to shake West Virginia, bless God. That may be too much to ask, but bless God, I'm asking it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Now, God begins to move in the book of Acts. And how many know it, it, it really upset the religious establishment of their day, to say the least? Amen. I talk about being a troublemaker. I don't mean that in a bad way. Amen. But when you start talking about having the move of God and, you know, the spiritual things that are happening, you know, to some people, you are a troublemaker. They don't want to hear that. Amen. Russ Scott, that's all passed away. Mm -mm -mm. They, we don't, no, don't do that no more. We don't believe any of that. Amen. Well, that's fine. You won't have any of it because you're only going to get what you believe for. Amen. Amen. Just watch you don't get too close to somebody that does because all through this Bible when people got close to people that believed it got on them too. Can I get an amen? amen. Hallelujah. How many know the Holy Spirit of God is contagious? Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. But, you know, they're, they're upset because, you know, when they, 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 these people are preaching this new doctrine, this new, this new message. Amen. Preaching about this Jesus. Amen. And it incensed these people of their day because, see, here's the thing, as I said the other night, you know, the Jewish people, amen, they were, they were operating under the dispensation that God had given them under the law of Moses. It was God-given. It was a covenant that God gave, but they didn't realize, amen, that there was a consummation. They didn't realize that it was given up to the time that Christ would come on the scene. God even spoke about John the Baptist that would prepare the way. Amen, glory to God. And they all looked for the Messiah, but the thing that boggles my mind, when he was standing in front of them, they didn't even know who he was. Now, that, that'll cause you to scratch your head now. Amen. Hallelujah. So here we have, you know, the, 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 the Pentecost has happened. The gospel is being preached, bless God. And, you know, I, I, in reading this uh, over the last couple of days, you know, there were the Pharisees and Sadducees. 
But there were a lot more splintered up groups than I realized. They're, they're, amen. Kind of like it is today. How many know the church is all splintered up and busted up, segregated? Amen. We, amen. Unfortunately. Amen. And that's hard for me to figure out because there's one Jesus, there's one cross, one faith. Amen. Can I get an amen? amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But you know what? I also saw in, you know, over whenever Jerusalem was surrounded by the Roman armies when Titus was coming in. This boggled my mind when I, I found this out. Amen. And here's the city, amen, that is about to be destroyed by the Roman armies. And the Jewish people, amen, are on the inside of those walls. Amen. And there were two armies, amen, that inside of Jerusalem that could have fought the Romans. They had been fighting them, but they had been, they'd been pushed inside the walls of the building. They had been defeated. So there was a standoff here. Amen. And you know that inside those walls, amen, while they're surrounded by the armies that's going to destroy them, they all were fighting amongst themselves, Eric. That boggled my mind when I found that out. Amen. And here we are in the United States of America, amen, when, when, when hell is trying to destroy our nation, amen, bless God, and we are the greatest army on this earth, amen, glory to God. If, if the church would just stand up, if the church would just stand up, bless God, that's all they've got to do, amen, glory to God, amen, that how many know the enemy would be annihilated? There was, it wouldn't even be a contest because God's still the same, can I get it, amen? But do you know what we're doing? We're all infighting and we're all busted up and arguing amongst ourselves. Amen. I was thinking about this today. I mean, man, you say something about the Holy Ghost and it gets everybody all stirred up because there's a hundred different versions of how the Holy Ghost operates. Glory to God. And while, you know, I'm, I was just thinking this. And while we're arguing over how the Holy Ghost operates, amen, why don't we just quit doing that and let God just do it and God can do it however He wants to do it, bless God. Amen. And that would solve the problem. Glory to God. Amen. But we spend so much time arguing about it, He ain't going to come around here. Can I get an amen? Jesus didn't hang out around that stuff. How many of you all like drama? Amen. Bless God. I hate drama. Amen. You get drama going on, you'll see me getting out of there. Amen. I can't stand that, and I don't believe God likes it either. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You know what I found out in the Word of God when people come in to agreement? Amen. When people start speaking the same thing, they're in one mind and one accord. How many know God shows up? Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Amen. So, I mean, God is shaking their cities, and, you know, people are getting saved by the thousands. Amen. Miracles, signs, and wonders. God is shaking the earth, and all of a sudden they get in a big fight, amen, over who is going to feed the widows. Who's going to wait on tables? Doesn't that sound familiar? Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, I can do this because I'm not a pastor, but you want to get a mess stirred up, amen, paint the church. Amen. Amen. Because, you know, when you go to Lowe's or you go to Home Depot, I don't know how many callers there is, but there's thousands. Amen. Hallelujah. I'll never forget Jerry Clower talking that time. Amen. About, you know, they were going to have a big meeting at the church. They were going to buy a chandelier. Amen. And so Uncle Bercy, he said, didn't he just let the younger men handle the business in the church? He hadn't been there in a long time, but he found out they were going to buy a chandelier. Amen. So he thought, well, he better go down there. And so anyway, they talked about the chandelier there for a little while. And uh, he said, motion to speak. And so they, they said, okay, Uncle Versi, uh, you just go ahead. Amen. He said, well, he said, you know, I'm trying to figure this thing out. He said, you know, he said, uh, if we buy this chandelier and here ain't nobody here, amen, that has education enough to fill out, amen, the form in the Sears and Roebuck catalog to get it ordered. And, uh, he said, and furthermore, if we get this chandelier, amen, we ain't got nobody in the church that can play it. And furthermore, amen, I don't know why you're wanting to buy a chandelier when this church needs lights. <laughs> uh, amen. Amen. And I, you know, I, I, I know I'm just, you know, Amen. But they're fussing over who's going to feed the widows. Now, that's important, bless God. Amen. But Peter stood up and he said, you know, he said, we're not going to serve tables. It's not for us to do that. He said, we're going to continue to stay in the Word and stay in prayer. Glory to God. 
Amen. Mind, I wonder what could happen if we let our pastors and our ministers stay in prayer and stay in the Word. Amen. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Because, you know, they had something going on there. Glory to God. Do you realize this is the blueprint for what you and I should be doing today? Amen. This is the, this is the owner's manual. Bless God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, I used to not follow directions. Amen. My, Davey had, Dave, my son, Davy, when he was about three or four years old, amen, had the baddest four, uh, uh, big wheel in the community. Amen. I mean, he, he, Christmas morning, he'd ride his big wheel about 50 feet, and his rear wheel would fly off. Amen. And he'd have to go get it and put it back on. He'd ride another 50 feet, and his back wheel would fly off. Amen. Well, you know what? I went back and read the directions. And the directions said, whatever you do, don't do this. Well, I mean, no, I did that because I didn't read the directions. Amen. Hallelujah. How I many know maybe we would see some things change if we came back to the Word of God? Can I get an amen? Maybe the wheels would stop flying off of this thing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. I felt sorry for David. <laughs> amen. Amen. But so, so they, they decide, well, here's the thing we're going to do. We're going we're to choose out seven men, amen, full of faith among you, great men that are, that are full of a good report, amen, men that are, that are you know, have a, have a right standing with God, they're, they're, in, you know, they're, they're, they're living holy lives, amen. So they chose these men, and Stephen was one of these men. Amen. But how many know, bless God, all of a sudden the power of God falls on Stephen, amen, and, you know, <laughs> He's preaching the word, amen, the miracle signs and wonders happen and glory to God, amen, and all of a sudden they're mad at Stephen, amen. And so they bring Stephen into this kangaroo court, they arrest him, and they bring him up on this, I call it a kangaroo court because it was so illegal, amen. We better watch out, we may end up having some of those in the United States of America, amen, amen. But they brought him up, and I, I want to look at this. I'm really going to meddle here a little bit. But in verse 9, chapter 6, Acts 6, verse 9, and it says, There arose certain of the synagogues, which is called the, of the synagogue the Libertines. I wonder if that has anything to do with the liberals. Amen. <laughs> but there were others. Amen. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said that. Amen. Amen. Rodney, Rodney didn't tell me not to. <laughs> but it says that they, you know, they were disputing with Stephen. They were arguing that this argument over this gospel that he's preaching, this Jesus that they're trying to stop. They're trying to stop it in this nation right now. Amen. They don't want us preaching Jesus Christ. They, they don't want us talking about morality. Amen. Bless God that there ought to be, we ought to be living in holiness. Can I? Amen. They, they don't want us saying that a children ought to have a mom and a dad. Can I get an amen? amen. Hallelujah. But we're going to preach it anyway. Amen. Just like they did. Bless God. Amen. So it got, you know, because of what Stephen was preaching, the true word of God. Amen. How many know in the verse 10, and I want to read this in verse 10, and they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spake. My God, we need that today. Amen. We need some men of God, amen, today that's so full of the Word and so full of the Holy Ghost. There's that Word again, amen, bless God, that, that all of this false doctrine and all of this monkey business that's going on in the church today, bless God, can stand up and cut that stuff to shreds, amen, with the two-edged sword of the Word, bless God, hallelujah, and get this thing back on track. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. They, brought, they, they, they stirred people up. Amen. They, they had people lying on They set up false witnesses. Amen. And they brought him, and, and, and this is what they said. Let's go to verse 13. It said, as they set up false witnesses, which said, this man ceases not to speak blasph blasphemous words against this holy place and the law. For we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth shall destroy this place and shall change the customs which Moses delivered unto us and all that all that sat in the council looking steadfastly on him saw his face as it had been the face of an angel. Glory to God. How many know, hey, glory, the Holy Spirit was upon him. Hallelujah. You know, you think they'd took notice of that. Amen. And then, the, 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 then verse chapter 7, verse 1, then said the high priest, are these things so? Amen. And Stephen began, amen, from, 
from Genesis, bless God, from Abraham all the way through, bless God, to talk about how God, amen, had for, through Abraham and through the faith of Abraham, amen, how many know that God began uh, to establish his covenant with Abraham, amen, that he would raise up a nation, the nation of Israel, which is the very people that Steve is, look, it's facing here, amen, the people that has rose up against him, glory to God, Amen. So Stephen begins to give them the whole story, the rundown, bless God. Amen. And how many know he had it 100% accurate? He was right. Can I get an amen? And so, you know, and so they're just listening to him. Amen. Because see, you know, these are people that are supposed to be learned, if you will. The, the educated, amen, that and Stephen is supposed to not. He's the opposite. Amen. So I'm sure that he's kind of got them baffled with the wisdom and the knowledge that he's been. But how many know, bless God, Jesus said in that hour when they cause you to stand before the judges and before the magistrates, he said, take, take no thought for what you'll say. He said, because in that moment I will give you, amen, what to say, and he'll give us words that they cannot gainsay or resist. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We're seeing this in operation here now. Amen. Hallelujah. Go with me over. i got to see where to start this because I need to do some reading tonight. I normally don't do that a lot. Amen. Let's pick it up in uh, verse 20. Because see... Pharaoh, amen, because they were fearing, amen, that the Hebrews were outnumbering Egypt and they had them in bondage, they had them in slavery, that they were going to rise up and they, there was going to be a war and that they would defeat Egypt. And so Pharaoh started having the males, babies, amen, uh, you know, the, the midwives, amen, to put them to death, but they were cast them in the river, amen. So how many know their babies, the male babies were not allowed to live, amen. And so in verse 20 it says, Let's back up to 19. And the same dealt sub, 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 subtly with our kindred and evil, evilly entreated, uh, and evil entreated our fathers so that they cast out their young to the end they might not live. In which time Moses was born and was exceeding fair and nourished up in his father's house three months. I mean, it's hard to hide a three-month-old baby or a baby up till three months. Babies cry. They make noises. Amen. And when he was cast out, Pharaoh's daughter took him up and nourished him for her own son. How many remember that Moses' mother made the little ark and put him in it down by the river and his sister followed along? Amen. And how many know Pharaoh's daughter was there and brought him in? Glory to God. And how many know his sister ran up and said, do you want me to go fetch somebody to nurse him? Amen. And so God worked it out to where Moses' mother was able to, to nourish him. Amen. And feed him. Glory to God. Amen. And so, you know, and I, I was thinking about this today. Amen. You know, God is so awesome. Amen. You know, Satan was doing everything he could, amen, to make sure that the deliverer that God was raising up, amen, in that hour would be, would be dead because that's why the male babies were being thrown in there. But you know what God did? God not only spared Moses' life, amen, God made, amen, Moses be raised up in the devil's house, in Pharaoh's house, trained him, got him ready, bless God, gave him the education that he needed to be the great leader, bless God, amen, that he, he was raised up to be a, to a leader of a nation, amen. But how many know God just throwed all this back in Satan's face, bless God, and he raised up his deliverer? Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. And I want to say this right in the midst of everything that's going on in this nation. God is raising up, bless God, men and women for a time such as this. Hallelujah. Amen, you've been fought, you've been battled, amen, sometimes you've wondered, amen, you scratch your head trying to figure it out, but honey, amen, bless God, the better days are ahead, can I get an amen? Because God's plan will be fulfilled. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But it says, verse 22, and Moses was learned in the wisdom of the Egyptians and was mighty in words and in deeds. And when he was full, 40 years old, it came into his heart to visit his brethren, the children of Israel, and seeing one of them suffer wrong, he defended him, one of the Hebrews, and he avenged him that was oppressed and smote the Egyptian. He killed him. A lot of people don't know that Moses was a murderer. For he supposed his brethren, listen to this, this stunned me when I, I found this. 
uh, the day before yet, for he supposed that his brethren would have understood how that by God, he, by his hand, would deliver them, but they understood not. Amen. See, I, I, you all, some of you all may have known this, but I didn't know that. Amen. This is part of what God was speaking to me the other day. Amen. I didn't know that no, Moses knew that God had raised him up for this purpose until he was standing there and God was speaking to him from the bush. Amen. But how many know, bless God, Moses knew this then? Amen. Because it was in him, glory to God. But do you realize what happened? Moses took matters into his own hands. Amen. Do you realize when we take matters into our own hands, all we do is mess things up? Amen. Glory to God. As I said a while ago, the hardest thing for people to do is to wait upon God. Amen. Even though Moses knew that was in him since the time was, amen, bless God, that, that God had done this in his life. Amen. This was churning inside of him. Amen. How many know he was ahead of schedule? He, amen, he had jumped the gun on God. Have you ever done that? Amen. Hallelujah. And so the following day he came back again because Moses looked around. There wasn't nobody there, so he just smote that Egyptian, buried him in the sand. Everything's fine. Nobody would know. But the next day when Moses came back, amen, how many know uh, there, he had two of his the, the brethren, two of the Hebrews. That's like the church. Amen. Two church members fighting together. And Moses looked at that and said, why are you doing that? That's what I'm wondering. Why are we doing this, church? I mean, why are we fighting one another? Amen. He couldn't understand that. Why are they fighting Stephen here? Amen. Why are they fighting the apostles? Amen. But how many know it's part of it? That's why the apostle Paul said you got to be a true soldier. Amen. You got to endure, endure hardness as a true soldier. If you're really a soldier for Jesus Christ, bless God. Amen. You've started in the, in the door that David Jesus Christ called you, bless God. And how many are planning on coming out the exit when the trumpet sounds, bless God. Hallelujah, glory to God. Honey, my blessings aren't on this side, honey. I'm looking for it in heaven, glory to God. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, I will remind you, this is Stephen, amen, in his defense against this, this, this bunch of culprits, amen, that had brought him before this kangaroo court that's telling lies on him. Amen. Do you know as a child of God, people will tell lies on you? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And so Moses, amen, Stephen says, Moses, please, in the Midian. And so Moses comes there and he sets down on this well, not knowing where he's, he's in exile. He's running for his life. He's a wanted man. And so he sets down on this well. And all of a sudden, here comes these three uh, young ladies. And they're coming to water their flocks. Amen. And I, I, you know, I'm going to say this. I can't help but say it. Amen. Uh, they were the daughters of the priest of Midian. And so they bring their, their sheep to, to, to water them, and the, 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 the shepherds there drive them away. Amen. And so Moses drives them away. Amen. Moses helps them out. And so Moses fills the water trough. Amen. So that the seven women that are there, amen, can take their, their flocks and go back to their, to their father that's the priest of Midian. Amen. And I couldn't help but think of that. What if that is the priests that are fighting against what God is doing in the church? Amen. And Moses is a type of Jesus. Amen. Making sure that the seven churches get the water that they need. Can I get Because the water is a type, amen, of the Holy Spirit of God. Can I get an amen? I don't know, but I just thought I'd throw that in there. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Because how many know there it seems like there are some ministers today in, our, in the United States of America it seems like they're trying to keep people from getting to Jesus. Have you noticed that? But then you've got ministers, bloody, they're preaching the cross. They're preaching the blood. They've never left the message. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. 
And so Moses is there, and, and you know, after 40 years, Stephen says, all of a sudden he's out there on the backside of the mountain. They called it the mountain of God, Mount Horeb. And all of a sudden Moses sees this sight. Here's this bush that's burning, but it ain't burning. And you all know the story. Moses, God talks to Moses, tells him, I've raised you up. Amen, glory to God. you got to go back, and you're going to tell Pharaoh to let my people go. Amen. And so Moses, you know, God didn't give him much of an option either. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I know a lot of ministers that's been through that, you know. Amen. They, God can get you cornered. Amen. But you know what I've found out? You're not, you would never be happy until you're doing what God's called you to do anyway. Amen. How many know when you lose your life, you'll find your life in Jesus Christ? Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. And so Moses goes back, amen, and I'm going to pick up a little bit in Exodus that, that Stephen doesn't minister here. Moses goes in and he tells the people that he has seen God, that God has spoken to him out of this burning bush. My God, what a, you know, I mean, that would have encouraged anybody. Amen. And so he tells, you know, his people this story. He gathers the elders together, and he begins to talk to them. Glory to God. Now, I, I, I want you to get this, you know, what's happening here. Amen. I'm sitting on the couch. Amen. I'm seeking God about what's going on here. Amen. Because, see, about a year ago, or a little longer than a year ago, amen, I came up here, amen, with some wild idea that God had been speaking to me, amen, that we were going to set a tent up, and God is speaking to my heart that something is going to happen in Flatwoods. Can I get an amen? Now, we've seen some good things here. Amen. We, it's, it's, you know, I've been great meetings. I've, I've enjoyed every bit of it. Amen. But you know what? I'm looking for God, amen, to do so much more than what we've seen. Amen. Now, I could cut and run, you know. I could count my losses, bless God, and save face and go. But I'm too ignorant to do that. Amen. But I'm ignorant in a good way. Amen. Because how many know, bless God, when you lose your mind, amen, to the flesh, glory to God, and the man has the mind of the Spirit of God, amen, and God is speaking to you, glory to God. How many know when God speaks to you, the things that he's saying to you are bigger than the circumstances that rises up against you? Hallelujah. Now, sometimes you got to go back and reaffirm that and say, God, did I hear you right? That's what I've been doing the last couple days. Amen. And I go back and I rehearse the things, you know, all the events and everything that's happened. Glory to God. And so God brings me right back. Amen. And so I'm sitting there and God gives me this passage of Scripture just out of the blue. I said, God, you've got to show me something. Amen. So Moses comes to the people and he tells them what God said. Well, how I many know, you know, it looks good to start with and all of a sudden they're having all kind of problems. It ain't working out too good. Amen. I mean, they're telling them, they're beating them harder. They're, 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 the, the labor, they're, they're increasing their labor. They're telling them they're not going to give them straw because, you know, amen, and they got to go out and find their own straw. Amen. And, you know, all of a sudden Moses and them, the people are, you know, are, are moaning. They're, 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 I understand. I understand. They're saying, Moses, I thought you said that, you know, something was going to happen here. Amen. And Moses goes back and he tells God, God, I thought you said something was going to happen here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And God said, now, Moses, now, I will do what I said I was going to do. Amen. How many know it's never easy? You know that message, the faith took a licking and kept on ticking. Amen. Faith has to be tested. Faith will be tried. Amen. Hallelujah. We haven't went where Abraham's went. 100 years old, could you imagine that? 100 years old, still believing God. Amen. Staggered not in unbelief. Amen. Hallelujah. Even though his body is too old in Sarah's womb, amen. Sarah's some, what, 50 years? At least 40 years past the age, you know, that you can have children. Amen. It's impossible. It, 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 it can't happen. But Abraham staggered not in unbelief being fully persuaded in his mind that what God had promised him, he was also able to perform. Amen. That's why the Word of God calls him the Father of us all, the Father of faith, glory to God. Amen. And you know what God expects that from us? Amen. God expects that from us, glory to God. 
Hallelujah. And so God tells Moses, now I will begin to do what I said I would do. Now, I want to get back to Stephen here. Well, let me, let me back up just a little bit when Stephen is finishing up here. He said in verse 44, I want to pick it up there, Our fathers had the tabernacle of witness in the wilderness, as he had appointed, speaking unto Moses, that he should make it according to the fashion that he had seen. Amen? Which was the Ten Commandments, the tablets. Or you could say the Ark of the Covenant because the tablets were in the Ark of the Covenant. There's a lot of opinions about that. Verse 45, which also our fathers that came after brought in with Jesus, and that word Jesus means Joshua, amen, into the possession of the Gentiles when they came across the Jordan into the Promised Land, whom God drove out, drove out before the face of our fathers under the days of David, who found favor before God and desired to find a tabernacle for, for the God of Jacob, but Solomon built him a house. Amen. Howbeit the most high, Stephen is still telling them, he's giving them the church history here. Amen. And they're just listening, everything's going just fine. Amen. He said, Howbeit the most high dwells not in temples made with hands, verse 48, saith the prophet. Amen. Heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. What house will you build me, saith the Lord? Or what is the place of my rest has not my hand made all these things now here's where things are going to turn he said you stiff neck and uncircumcised in heart and ears do always resist the holy ghost as your fathers did so do you which of the prophets have not your fathers persecuted and they have slain them which showed before the coming listen to this the coming of the just one which is jesus whom you have been now, have been now the betrayers and murderers who have received the law by the dispensation of angels and have not kept it. And when they heard these things, they were cut to the heart. They gnashed on him with their teeth. Amen. Glory to God. And he being full of the Holy Ghost looked up steadfastly unto heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand and, the, and said, Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand. They cried with a loud voice. They ran upon him. Amen. And how many know they took him outside the city and they stoned him to death? Amen. Are you with me? Amen. Now, church, this was the religious people. This, this is the same people that crucified Jesus. This is the same people that was saying away with him. Can I get an amen? I know this is strong. Amen. Hallelujah. But do you realize tonight when you are fighting against the gospel of Jesus Christ, you are fighting against God. Amen. Amen. See, they not only fought against Stephen, but they fought against themselves. You look this up. Amen. Now they've come to agreement. They all they, they disagree with Stephen, so they, they don't want to hear about Jesus. They don't want to hear, amen, about the crucifixion. They, they don't want his blood on their hands, amen. But the main thing is, is they've got a good deal. They've got church the way they want it, and they don't want nobody changing their deal. Can I get an amen? And church, you know, I'm a little concerned about us today, amen, because how many believe God has so much more for us than what we have? Can I get an amen? And I'm not trying to beat people up. I just want better. I just want better. Amen. I want to see pastors glowing with a smile on their face because God is moving in their churches. Can I get an amen? But I want to tell you something. These pastors, amen, in these churches, amen, can't do it by themselves. Glory to God, the pastor can pray. The pastor can study his Bible. The pastor, amen, glory to God. These pastors have worn themselves ragged. I know. I've been one. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. We need a people that will begin to undergird the pastors and lift. How do I do that, Brother Scott? In prayer. Glory to God. Amen. The, the people in the churches need to be reading their Bibles too. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Well, the pastor go out and bring in the harvest. I mean, you know, the pastor, you know, he gets up at 5, 
4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. Amen. He, gets, he goes and milks all the cows. He gets on the farm tractor. Amen. He plows all the fields. He sows all the seed. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. He fertilizes. Amen. Then he's got to go milk the cows again. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Then when the harvest comes in, bless God, the faster go get the amen. That's not the way it's supposed to be, church. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. The pastor goes and he feeds the people. And Peter said, no, we're not going to leave, read, leave the studying of the word. We're not going to leave prayer. Amen. Somebody has got to be hearing God. Can I get an amen? That is what the pastors are called to do. Can, hallelujah. Amen. But they're so busy with all the things that they're expecting. My God, somebody needs to lift up the arms of our pastors. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. You might be surprised. They may be refreshed to pre preach a little more. Amen. It's hard to stand behind a pulpit and belt out a five-star message when you've had two hours sleep. Can I get an I'm, I'm not complaining. Amen. I'm just trying to get this turned around. Because see, where we are, do you want to get a 30-fold increase? Do you want to get a 60-fold increase? Or do you want to get a 100-fold increase, church? Amen. And it seems like we're fighting against anything that changes. We don't like anything. You know, just keep, let's just keep things the way they are. I don't want things the way they are. Amen. I, I'm looking for change. Amen. Bless God. When I stopped 17 years ago, it was me. It was me, bless God. Amen. Because I started looking around and I didn't see the fruit hanging in my tree. I wanted to see hanging it. Can I get an amen? So I began to do an evaluation. God, what's wrong with me? Amen. And you know what? When I started figuring out what was wrong with me and what was wrong with my church, I began to look around and I began to see a lot of common denominators. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. And so down through the years, for 17, 18 years, God has been dealing with me. Amen. This has to change. This, and I know nobody likes what I'm preaching. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. But how many would like to see a move of God take place? Glory to God. Amen. And I'll remind you tonight, there is nothing wrong with God. Amen, glory to God. There's 400 silent years. Nothing's happening. Amen. Amen. Israel has ceased to be a nation. It's going downhill, 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 and they're still doing the same old thing. Glory to God. That's what people do. That's what we like. We don't like anybody changing anything, do we? Glory to God. If you think, if you think people, hey, well, Brother Scott, amen, I, and yet it doesn't bother me none, okay? Amen. I'm going to find out who your husband or wife is, and I'm going to have them move your toothbrush into the other hole. Amen. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. As I said a while ago, amen, just get in your car and get your seat all adjusted different. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We don't like change. We want things the same. But we still accept, expect a different result. Amen. And I started seeing, bless God. Amen. There, there, there are issues, bless God. And I, I began to be honest with myself. God, what's wrong with me? Show me, glory to God. And if you do that, God will. Amen. And then he'll, tell, then, then he'll tell you to get a tent and go to Flatwoods. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And rear back with a stick and hit a hornet's nest. Did you ever see anybody do that? Amen. Because, see, I, and I, I'm not trying to blast, the, you know, Flatwoods in the churches here. Amen. But you know, and, and I'm not saying one church is better than the other, and I'm not saying I'm better than them. What I'm saying is that I believe with all my heart if we would just stop where we are and stop what we're doing, bless God, and do what God said in 2 Chronicles 7, 14, amen, we see the stagnant condition that we're in, amen, where is the harvest, amen, where are the souls, glory to God, why are, is drug addiction rampant all around us, amen, why are families going to hell, amen, and they don't care about God, amen, what if, bless God, we would do what God said and begin to pray and begin to seek God's face and begin to pour our hearts out to God, bless God, begin to repent can I get an amen hallelujah amen just what maybe we haven't tried it but what if we just tried something different for once hallelujah glory to God amen because you know I've seen I've seen the church you know next thing you know there's another church and you know there's another ministry and there's some more singers. Amen. Well, maybe they can do it. 
You know, maybe, maybe they just got something I don't have. You know, maybe they're more anointed than I am. Maybe, you know, maybe I'm just missing something here. Amen. Can I be honest tonight? But Rodney, I've been watching that for 40 years. Amen. Hallelujah. I appreciate the people that's been saved. Yes. I appreciate seeing the miracles that I've seen them. Amen. And I love that. People say, I don't believe in that. Yes, I do. Yes. Yes. Amen. That's what this is all about. I want more of it than we've ever had. I want to see not people saved one or two at a time, bless God. I want to have what they had in the book of Acts, 3,000 and 5,000 at a time. L.A., isn't that possible with God? When people in the Word of God were standing up, preaching and doing what God called them to do, they were being attacked. Amen. And how many know today, it's the same. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, when, when I did this, when I first started doing this, and I told Rodney this, I believe, and, and I, I don't know if I told Eric or not, But the Lord, I saw a dream where I was standing there, and I, don't, I couldn't see the faces of the people that I was looking at, but I just had this dream. Amen. And my question was to the people here in Flatwoods, West Virginia. Amen. I, and this is what I said. I said, could we at least agree to pray? Because, see, I've seen, I've seen what unity can do. As I said the other night, when the flood hit in the lower part of Elk River, I don't know how much it hit up in this area. I wasn't up in here. But from Walbach, the Walbach area probably, uh, what's the next one up? you got Walbach, then Big Otter. To get to the church at right above Clinton and the Queen Shoals, I had to get off um, at Big Otter to go through the back country to get there. And everything I saw was devastation. It was the horriblest thing I have ever seen in my life. Amen. And you know, the churches on the lower end of the valley were polarized too. They, you know, they, you know, I'm not talking about enemies. I'm not, I'm not talking about hating one another. I'm just talking about they're separated. And separated by doctrinal differences. And I've always wondered, why can't we just agree on Jesus Christ? Amen. And so, all of that polarization all of a sudden went away. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. The churches, I don't care if they were the Catholic churches, the Lutheran churches, the Baptist churches, the Methodist churches, the Wesleyan churches, the independent churches, amen, all of the churches completely forgot about all that. Beautiful. It was beautiful. And, buddy, they were working shoulder to shoulder, amen, helping people, getting food, amen, carried out. People were coming, amen, with cars and trucks, getting food, taking it back into the back countries to where people, amen, the devastation. They were then, then when they couldn't get to them, they were coming with their side-by-sides, their four-wheelers, amen. They were loading them and down and taking them, glory to God. We were having prayer on the parking lot, bless God. The presence of God, it was like electricity in the air. It was beautiful. People were getting saved, amen, glory. It was amazing, glory to God. Amen. Everybody was, you know, I don't know how many people told me they were coming to church after it was all over with. It went right back to the way it was. And I was, I was, I was stunned. I couldn't believe that. Amen. Because I look at what happened. Amen. When, when, when the disaster came. Amen. When all of this, this chaos and, and this hell and destruction had happened. Amen. How the church as an army came together and I watched healing come to that community. I watched that community being built back. I watched the hand of God, amen, in some of the most awake. Bless God, if you'd been standing there that night when we were running out of food with thousands of people left to feed and that big tractor trailer come pulling across that bridge, we were out in the middle of nowhere. 
Amen. We weren't on a well-beaten path. Amen. They only hard, didn't hardly even have a road to get there. They just started to patch it up enough that it could be traveled one lane or such. Glory to God. Here come this big old tractor trailer pulling in, stopped right in front of us. The driver got out and came up and he said, hey, he said, uh, I've got a whole load of food in here from North Carolina. And he said, man, he said, I was coming up through the place, the city down, and there was, FEMA was there. There was all kind of people, and he said, they had all kind of stuff. And he said, I, he said, I'm a Christian. He said, the Lord kept dealing with my heart to keep on going, to keep on going. And he said, Lord, where am I going? He said, just keep on going. He said, when I got to that bridge on the other side, he said, the Lord said, turn right, right here. And he pulled right in in front of us. And he said, do you all need food, honey? He had everything. Amen. A tractor trailer load of supplies, bless God. If people needed blankets, blankets were on there. Amen. I mean, it was amazing. It was like we had a list of things that we were going to give to FEMA. Amen. That we needed. It showed up. God delivered it on a tractor trailer. Glory. I saw that with my own eyes. And it went on and it went on. It's amazing when you see a move of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. But how many know they hit hardness? Amen. The Apostle Paul would go to different towns, and sometimes they called him the Judaizers, would follow him and cause him problems because they didn't believe in this gospel that he was preaching. Amen. And that's, that's one of the things that's a mystery to me. Because how many know the gospel's the same? I don't care what kind of name's over the door of your church. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Amen. And we've got a nation that needs Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. So I said, well, Lord, you know, what do I do? Well, do you know the Lord began to show me that when he sent Moses, I mean, everything didn't work to Moses' plan. Amen. Hallelujah. But how many know it worked to God's plan? Hallelujah. Glory to God. And really, you know, what we're facing in this nation is we have Division in our churches. Amen. Am I at fault? Are they at fault? Are we fault? Amen. You know, I, I really don't even want to go there. Amen. I just want God to fix this thing. Amen. Hallelujah. Because it's amazing how, see, Whenever they, it was amazing in the, in the upper room, the Word of God says that he had 120 people there and they were all in one mind, one accord, having all things common. That is a miracle in itself. Amen. But I, I really think that, and, and everybody may think they have the answer, but this is what I think. This is my opinion. Amen. I believe that they all got their focus just on Jesus. And how many know when we all get our focus on Jesus, amen, we're all speaking the same thing, we're seeing the same thing, and believing the same thing. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. And how many know they were in that upper room, and what were they doing? They were praying. Jesus told them to go and wait. Amen. There they go about that Pentecost again. Well, maybe God will do something different this time. Did you ever think of that? Amen. I don't know. Amen. All I know is they did what Jesus told them to do. And after the fact, they were glad they did. How many have ever done what God told you to do? And looking back, it's the best thing you ever did. Amen. Glory to God. Matt, wonder what would happen if we would just lay everything down. Well, amen, just lay it all down, bless God. Amen, and get on our face before God, bless God, and say, God, just renew this thing in me, God. Father, just take all of me out, all of this stuff, Father, and let me start brand new right now. Do you realize if you've been a pastor for 50 years, amen, glory to God, you can lay out before God and say, God, just renew me, glory to God. God, just make all things brand new, bless God. I know that because I've done this. Hallelujah. And you know what I found out? I found out I had a lot of things wrong. I had a lot of pieces missing. 
Amen. Probably still do. I'm sure God's got a lot more to teach me. I'm not saying I know it all. Amen. But I'm saying when people that don't know as much as they think they know, bless God, amen, and we've got all kind of problems and we've got issues and we've got things that are just holding things back and standing in the way, it's amazing how you can just empty yourself out before God, amen, and just say, God, amen, show me the way. God, I just pray that you do it. God, just lead me, glory to God. There's no limit to what could happen. Amen. Hallelujah. And so Monday, amen, Monday, we're going to start praying. And we're going to start seeking God. Amen. Because how many know when you've done all you can do, when you've done all you know to do, that's when it's time to stand and see the salvation of the Lord. And one of the things, I'm going to say this in closing tonight. In the Hebrides revival, I was reading all this again today. God was moving, and, and you, know, it, it, you know, you need to look it up. And I, I was going to read it, but I, I, I can't. There's just, amen, I've read too much already. God was moving in that, that island, those islands of the Hebrides in, off the coast of Scotland. 1947, 49, and there somewhere. I think it was 47. Two elderly women, 182 and 184, one of them blind, the other one crippled with arthritis, were not satisfied with the church. They had no young people in their church. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? No young people. Amen. And they, these two elderly women were real close to God, just loved God. Amen. Prayer warriors. And they, they, want, they were concerned about their church, so they began to pray. And all of a sudden, God began to do things and open doors. And finally, this minister that they sent for came. His name's Duncan Campbell that showed up, found out that he wasn't even ready for it. And he even tells you that. Amen. Hallelujah. The woman told him, he said, Mr. Duncan, she said, uh, you need God to give you some wisdom. <laughs> he said, if you, she said, if you're as close to God as you need to be, you'd know God's secrets. Amen. He said, well, then what does God want me to do? <laughs> Amen. And so they had seen this revival happening all over these places and hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people that have just fell out on the ground. Amen. Like the parking lot down there at Walmart. They walked down there and people's laying all over the parking lot crying out for God, begging God to forgive them of their sins. It was amazing. Amen. But they went to this one island that she was telling him about and he, and he said, well, ma'am, he said, I don't believe God's telling I don't have an unction to go there. And that's when she said, well, uh, Mr. Duncan, if you was close to God, you'd know God's secrets, amen. So anyway, they had a prayer meeting with her for a few days, ended up going there, amen, and they were preaching like we're preaching here, amen. God sent them there, amen, but everywhere else, God is moving, people's getting saved, it's phenomenal, but when they went to this one place, he said when he would preach, it was like it was coming back in his face. There was, a, there was an oppression Amen. There was a, there was, it was like a walls were all around, and he said nothing was happening. And he said, so after several days of that, he said they sent for the men that had prayed, amen, back in this other city when all that began. And there was a young man they called Praying Donald. He was just, I think, 14 years old, 15 years old. Amen. When this first started happening, amen, they, they, they couldn't find him. Amen. So his family, they sent a search party out looking for him. They found him up against a hillside. Amen. Amen. Crying out to God, Jesus, I love you with all my heart. Love you. He was laying on the ground. Amen. You may not believe this, but amen. Just look it up. I mean, this is, this is, there's proof. You just got to look it up. Amen. And he was crying out to Jesus. God had touched him and he had been there. God only knows how long. And they found him there. Amen. Brought him home. He was fine. Amen. He had just got saved, gloriously saved. And God was touching this young man. Glory to God. And so anyway, they sent for the men to come and pray, and he said, make sure you bring praying Donald. And so praying Donald comes, and they're up there, they're trying, they're praying, amen, nothing is happening. And so finally, in the middle of his message, he said, it was like there was a wall in front of me. He said, I said, Brother Donald, he said, I believe the Lord wants you to pray. That young man stood up, and he began to pray. Amen. And he said, I believe God is hovering over top of us. And he said, said a few words, said a prayer, amen, glory to God. The power of God fell on that place. Somebody said, oh, my goodness, come and look and see. They went and looked at the door. There were 600 people laying out in the, in the grass, amen, outside the church crying out to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may believe that or you may not. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 
But how many know they were facing the resistance? Amen. But how many know, bless God, when they began to pray? How many know God tore the walls down? Can I get an amen? There is a resistance in West Virginia. It's well known. Amen. There are, there are preachers all over the world, but especially in the United States of America. Some of them said they won't even come back here. Amen. And, and any of these ministers that's ministers here has, has been against, faced that. Amen. I've stood in the pulpit in different places in West Virginia preaching. It's like there's a wall in front of you and it's bouncing. Amen. If you don't preach, you don't know what I'm talking about. And I'm not putting people down. I'm, not, I'm just stating facts. Amen. But what I'm saying is tonight, how many want this wall tore down? Amen. How many want to break through? Rodney has been up here for 22 years. Eric, I don't know how long. Amen. L.A. Amen. Glory to God. And there's other ministers all over this area. And it's not that we have bad churches. It's not that we have bad pastors. Amen. We've got an enemy that's opposing us. Can I get an amen? But how many know he that's in us is greater than he that's in the world? Glory to God. Amen. They were opposing the men of God in this day. But how many know before it was all said and done, Jerusalem fell? I mean, the, the power of God was moving in that place. It didn't last for long. Amen. Glory to God. They went back. Glory to God. Amen. But how many know God left that place all over the world? They were facing resistance. But how many know they continued to pray and they continued to preach? They continued to prevail. Glory to God. And persevere. Hallelujah. Until God shook the whole world. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. And I believe with all my heart that God wants to do that right now. I believe there's a former rain and a latter rain. And I believe the latter rain is getting ready to take place. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. And I believe that right now Satan, the enemy, is battling as hard as he can. He came against Moses. Amen. When God was raising up a deliverer, he came against Moses. Amen. When God was raising up uh, uh, the, the, the apostles, amen, how many know? He was rising up against them. Amen. Stephen gets murdered. Peter gets thrown in jail. We haven't been thrown in jail yet. Amen. There was opposition. Amen. Because I want to tell you something. Satan is serious about taking the human race to hell. Amen. He means business. Amen. But aren't you glad tonight Jesus means business about taking them to heaven? Can I get an Amen. And bless God, he that's in us is greater than he that's in the world. Glory to God. Now, I'm telling you, the other day I was beat up a little bit. Amen. And I was wondering about this thing. Glory to God. Amen. But getting in prayer and getting in the Word is like Clark Kent, amen, Superman, getting in a phone booth. Can I get an amen? And honey, you come back out of the presence of God. Amen. And how many know you're rejuvenated and ready to fight another day? Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And so, that being said, I believe God gave me my answers. Amen. We're going into prayer. Amen. We preached. We've sang. I wanted to, I wanted to pray in the beginning, but this is, what, this is what the Lord told me about that. Amen. Most, most people, you know, they, they don't understand that. Well, my, my mom and dad and my grandmother, or my, my, mom, my mom and my aunts and my grandmother, and uh, back in those, you know, 40, 50 years ago, they were prayer warriors. Amen. And I saw things happen through those prayers. I mean, miraculous things. And that's why I believe what I believe today. You can't tell me that it doesn't happen because I've lived it. I've seen it. I've witnessed it. And, but today, we just haven't seen much of that. Now, if you have, you're blessed. Amen. I'm not saying it doesn't exist now. Amen. But we've done everything we can do. Amen. We've been, we've been having church in West Virginia for a long time. And I'm not saying to stop. I'm, I'm, amen. But how many would like to see more? How many would like to see the breakthrough come? My God, we've spent this much of our life. We've labored this long. My God, how many would like to see multitudes of people come to know Jesus Christ? I believe that's what's stirring here, church, with all my heart. I wouldn't be driving up and down that road if I didn't feel that. Amen. Hallelujah. But see, the Word of God says when you've done all that you know to do. Amen. He said to stand, therefore. Amen. 
Church, it's time to make a stand. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But how many, how many know there's one that can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we think or ask? Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Amen. We've tried, and what, we've tried everything else. Amen. Do you all know anything else that we could do? That's the conclusion I've come to. Amen. Because see, when I exhausted every avenue, I've looked through this thing. You know, I've been in church all my life, and I'm not putting church down. Please don't think I'm putting church down. I'm not being negative towards the church. Amen. But I finally realized that, man, we, you know, we need help. And I looked at all the things. Somebody said, well, you know, I can stand up, Brother Scott, and I can pray for the sick. I can preach. Well, just go ahead. I mean, I've been watching them stand up for a long time, and I'm not saying anything negative against them. I did everything that I could do. Amen. And I realized, Scott, you can't do this. Amen. I've come up here again, and I've done everything that I can do. Amen. To be honest with you, I didn't know if I was going to get up and do this again, but God got me patched up, God got me back together, and God, amen, got me here again. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But I'm still churning inside because I still believe God is not done. Amen. Hallelujah. And all of a sudden, God started dealing with me about 2 Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, pray. There it is. If my people. That's the church. He said if they will turn from their wicked ways, now there's where we have a problem. Brother Scott, I haven't done anything wrong. Amen. Okay. Okay. Well, I have. I look around at this nation and I take responsibility for this. I've been preaching since 1990. Amen. I take responsibility. Amen. Because, see, I thought that, well, I could preach a little harder. I can study a little more. I can fast. I can, amen. And all those are good things. All those are things that we need to do. Amen. But you know what? That great man Isaiah, one of the greatest men that ever lived, when he came into the presence of God, he said, I'm undone. My bones are out of joints. When you come into contact with the Holy God, you'll realize who you are, who you truly are. And you'll realize, amen, that we need to repent. Maybe we need to repent from going, from, from, for going through the motions. Amen. Maybe there's a, amen. Repent. The word repent's not a dirty word. That's not a bad thing. Amen. That means, hey, I'm turning around from what I'm doing, and I'm going to turn around, and I'm going to get my focus on God and what God is doing. Amen? I'm not going this way anymore. I'm going God's way. Can I get an amen? That's not that hard to figure out. Amen. Hallelujah. And he said, if they will humble themselves and pray, if they will turn from their wicked ways. I really believe it's this simple. I really do. Amen. He said, I will hear from heaven, forgive your sin, and heal your land. That is God's word. Well, that was to Solomon, Brother Scott. No, Solomon, you go back and read it. Solomon said, if it's another nation somewhere on the other side of the earth, amen, and they look back to this place and pray that prayer and believe this, glory to God, because how many of the place is really the cross? Amen. And I believe if we would just come and kneel down at this cross and say, Lord Jesus, I've, I've missed it. Lord, Daniel, and this is the prayer, Daniel said, Father, I pray that you forgive me of my sins, the sins of my father, the sins of my father's father. Daniel was a pretty good man. Daniel saw things that ain't nobody seen in the spirit. Daniel saw things that we still haven't seen yet, Rodney. Amen. I'd say, bless God, he was in pretty good tune with God. But Daniel himself realized that the nation of Israel had sinned and they were taken into captivity. Doesn't that look familiar in our nation? Amen. And he knew, amen, that 
that, that there needed to be repentance. So he begins to repent for his sins, for his father's sins, for his father's fathers, for the nation of Israel, the word of God. That is the prayer that we need to pray. Amen. Hallelujah. And if God answered praying Donald's uh, 14, 15-year-old prayer, amen. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. And you know what? There have been countless times, if you look, I wanted to preach all these things, amen, but there have been times down through the Word of God when Israel was in trouble and somebody, one of the kings, uh, one, of the, one of the prophets would pray that prayer and, and, and God would move again and restore glory to God. God has fulfilled that promise countless times. How many believe he'll do it again? Glory to God. Amen. And this is the prayer. This, I just want to pray and say, Lord, just take this out of our hands and Lord, we put it in your hands. And Lord, we're asking you to do what we cannot do. That's not, that's not complicated. Amen. Glory to God. So, Amen. Monday at 7 o'clock. Amen. We, we really don't have the format completely worked out, but we're going to come and we're just going to pray. Amen. Hallelujah. And we may have some worship music in the background. Um, you know, we, we may have communion. Um, amen. But, but we're not coming to visit. Amen. We're coming to pray. We're coming to seek God. We're coming to seek heaven. Amen. We're coming to see God and pray and asking God, amen, to touch this nation one more time before Jesus returns. Hallelujah. Asking God, amen, to move in such a mighty way, that a way that we have never seen before, to move in our churches, to move in our communities, to move in our families, to move, glory to God. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to tear the churches up. I'm trying to be a blessing to the churches. Amen. I, I want to see God have life in the churches like they had in the book of Acts. That's what I'm looking for. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, let's stand our feet. I've got to quit. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Do you guys have anything? Amen. Rodney, you want to pray?